Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about anxiety, mindfulness, and your breath. Your breath, my breath, all of us, the way that we breathe influences whether we are anxious, whether we are calm, and the mindfulness piece is very important here too. So we're going to couple them together here today. And I want to start the episode with a quote from a wise expert on breathing, Patrick McEwen. He says, Thinking for practical purposes is fine, as it serves a function. However, most thinking is spent on insane, repetitive, worry, and anxiety. If you could eliminate your repetitive thought activity by 50%, you would be very happy indeed. If you could eliminate all the repetitive and useless thinking, you would live a life of bliss. And again, that's from Patrick McEwen. And he has written a couple of books on breathing, and they are very informative. And he is also coupling together the mindfulness piece, which is very near and dear to our hearts, because we know that when we pay attention, when we are fully in the present moment, we have a lot less struggle with how we are feeling. Anxiety and worry originating in our thinking can cause us so many physical struggles. Now, I know that you understand this because you're probably experiencing this in your own life. In our group coaching uh, Facebook group, we hear a lot of how our worry and anxious thinking is causing physical struggles. Now, one of the big leaps and places that you grow when you begin to understand your anxiety is that that you actually get it, that it can be what is going on in the mind causing what you are feeling in your body. And that's a huge benefit to be able to know that because once we're aware of it, we have a lot more to work with. And our physical habits and physical behaviors can cause us brain excitability and all that goes with that, right? We all know what an excitable brain feels like. And our physical habits and behaviors can be influencing that. So you see it's working both ways. So we have to come at it from that kind of angle. And what does the physical habits and the behaviors cause? They can cause stress, anxiety, panic attacks, depression, rumination, and so much more. And they're not exciting, fun things. They're causing us stress. So we want to pay attention to the habits that we have and the behaviors that we have so that we can see if they are causing us some undue stress and anxiety. So you could be exhausted of being dragged down by useless thinking. I understand that. And it can seem to take over the day. And 
Know that what you want is more energy. I know that this is seems like, of course, we all want some more energy, but when you are anxious, you are depleting yourself of so much vital energy that you do become exhausted. And I know what, that what you want is more energy, more moments of peace, more moments of calm and happiness, joy, and overall appreciation for life. And that's what we all want when we're stuck down the wormhole of anxiety panic. Or even if we're stuck in the cycle of simply circling the wormhole, why do we even keep visiting this place if we have no desire for it? Why do we keep going down the street where the wormhole is, right? We have to, we ask ourselves these questions like, how did I get here? And why do I continue to go here? Even though I know when I do this, I go down the wormhole of anxiety and panic. So we do well to consider both the physical ways that we enter the wormhole and the mental ways, the way the mind can take us down the wormhole, ways that we get pulled down the wormhole of stress and anxiety. Mind and body, once again, are reminding us that we are both and we need to tend to both mind and body. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's start with our physical breathing. Making the corrections in our breathing, even tiny ones, can produce huge results. I remember when I was anxious and learned about how powerfully incorrect breathing was triggering my anxiety. I was so delighted with the results that I got from learning how to breathe more correctly that I began telling everyone in my natural products shops when they came in for things for anxiety and stress 
I would take them aside and I wanted to teach them how to breathe because it had changed my life to be able to breathe correctly. So I want you guys to pay attention. It is a simple change, but it can really help you. When we breathe more fully and correctly, we give ourselves the ability to more optimally oxygenate our tissues and organs. And of course, this includes your brain. We have less constriction of our blood vessels. One way to correct our breathing is to think about where we are breathing and make any of the necessary corrections. So where are you breathing? Think about it. Are you breathing through your mouth? Are you breathing through your nose? The place we need to learn to breathe from is our nose. We need to correct the mouth breathing. Our nose is built to do the breathing. It helps keep breathing more regular. It slows it down, and you know how important that is. It filters the air entering and helps retain moisture in the body. On the other hand, mouth breathing causes less regular breathing and predominantly engaging only the upper chest leaving us feeling heavier, less clear, and more sluggish. Mouth breathing actually stimulates the fight or flight response. Think about it. If you are running from a tiger, there would be a lot of mouth breathing going on. And that is when you need to do it. And that is when you are in your fight or flight response. And your body is keeping that going to help you get to safety. I learned nose breathing from different places, but yoga and Tai Chi also teach this. And learning that mouth breathing was more shallow and did not engage the diaphragm completely was a really big win for me. This was so enlightening, and I hope it is for you too. I know I mention it here a lot, but it's well worth repeating. Next up is the mind and how we need to be mindful in order to step outside of thought and not letting it take us wherever it runs off to. We want to keep ourselves in control. I know I suggest using your breath as your mindful anchor when you're meditating, and that is a perfect place to develop this good habit of nose breathing and attention of our breath. But that's not the only time or place that you can focus on your breath. Being that you can't focus on two things at once, if you bring your focus on your breath, bring your mind right there to your breath, you can even do it right now, you are not able to keep the spinning, ruminating thoughts going on at the same time. Just think the more that you do this, even in short breaks throughout the day, the more you are interrupting the anxious thought habit. So why not put these two things together and watch your breath using your mindfulness that is coming through your nose? Remember, stress requires heavy, irregular mouth breathing. So why not consciously engage the opposite and be more oxygenated, calm, and centered? I really hope that you will give this a try because it is another one of those keys to keeping the mind and body 
in a calm state. When it needs to be ramped up and we need to run from a tiger and release cortisol and adrenaline and breathe through our mouths, it will happen. But the place that we don't fall back into, we don't fall back into our rest and digest so easily when we've been anxious for a long time. We need to use our executive functioning, this beautiful prefrontal cortex to help us calm down that amygdala, correct our breathing, and keep our focus where it is important, which is on our breath for getting that nose breathing going. I hope that you will give it a try. I think it can be really enlightening for you to be able to see the changes that just you can make from changing where you are focusing and how you are breathing. Let me know if you've given it a try and how it's working for you. You know, I always love hearing from you. And now for today's quote. Thinking for practical purposes is fine as it serves a function. However, most thinking is spent on insane, repetitive worry and anxiety. If you could eliminate your repetitive thought activity by 50%, you would be very happy indeed. If you could eliminate all repetitive and useless thinking, you would live a life of bliss. And that's from Patrick McEwen. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 